3: Now, here are your hosts, Peggy Ann Saltz and Shahab Zaghari. Welcome to Mobile
4: Presence, as always, bringing you the experts to help you optimize and maximize your mobile strategy. I'm Shahab Zaghari, award winning filmmaker and executive director of marketing at Higher Ground Creative Agency.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz from Mobile Groove, providing custom research and content marketing to the global mobile industry, and offering mentoring and consulting services to mobile startups.
4: So, Peggy, this episode, I kind of wanted to, to start off and let our listeners today know that you know a lot of our listeners are giving us great feedback on the shows that we've had recently that were dedicated to user acquisition, both you know on the marketing side, uh, but as the developing uh, app side as well. So I understand we're going to take a step back from the education around how to do this and look at some real-world trends and examples that show exactly how the experts are leading the way in this forefront.
0: Absolutely, Shahab. I mean, you know, we've been... Still going to do that because education is such a big part of this, but I thought, you know, let's take a little step back and say, okay, these are the ways, These are this is what you need to do. These are top tips, et cetera, about how you approach things like user acquisition, user engagement, um, all that good stuff. Let's look at how the experts are doing it, you know, how the successful companies right. out there are doing it and how they're getting great results. So not just talking in theory, looking a lot at
4: practice. And to do just that we're welcoming AJ Yicko, COO of Grow Mobile. It's great to have you. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, AJ, it's uh great to have you on the show and we were as we were saying, you know, it's it's part of being successful is, you know, having a great app, okay? That's one thing. But it's also understanding, you know, business intel, trends out there, knowing what you need to pay attention to and what you can basically ignore. So, you know, at Grow Mobile, you're obviously seeing a lot of trends. You're also seeing a lot of indications, uh, positive and negative, around user acquisition, what makes it possible, and what are some of the hurdles. So, what can you share?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, at Grow Mobile, we focus on two big buckets of traffic. And to back up even more, basically, what Grow Mobile does is we provide acquisition and engagement solutions to developers. So within the acquisition component, we focus on social, which is a really big and important bucket. As you guys just mentioned, Facebook is really the talk of the town and a big piece of most user acquisition manager strategy. But outside of that, there's ad networks and exchanges, which is becoming a growing piece of the ecosystem. It's been a big piece for a while, but we're finding it's uh, producing high ROI if done right. So. You know, right now the the trend within social is definitely Instagram. You know, as you guys have probably followed the news, Instagram has kicked off in a big way. Uh, we're fortunate to be one of Facebook's partners that has uh, marketing access to Instagram, and so what we've seen so far from early advertisers is some pretty promising results. Granted, the platform is on the newer side, and you know, based on what we've seen from Facebook, it's going to evolve quite a bit. But the results from an early standpoint are really, really promising. So. For example, on a uh, dating app that we're promoting at the moment, we're seeing 50% conversion rates, which is great. So they're achieving a one dollar CPI in top tier markets, uh, including the U.S. And they're able to spend at scale. So that's incredibly promising. And I think if they're starting there, then uh, you know it's going to continue to get even better. So that's- now,
4: unlike unlike you know Google and you know Facebook ads, where you can you know spend five dollars a day. Um, Is Instagram much more expensive than that?
1: You know, I mean, you can deploy essentially as much as you want. As you deploy more, you lose cost efficiency. So, you know, what we're seeing right now is developers are able to spend in the thousands of dollars a day and still maintain a great cost efficiency. And so I think that that's an important starting point. Um, You know, I think we're going to see how the platform evolves, but it's, it's definitely you know, possible to achieve your KPIs, whether you're spending $5 a day, $10 a day, 100 or or into the thousands from what we're seeing at this point.
0: I was just going to ask a question here about just sort of scale and uh, and milestones because I was giving a workshop for the App Developer Alliance in Berlin recently, and the question was, how do you reach the first 10000 Because that's a, a milestone. You're getting to statistically significant numbers here. But then the other question was, Why would you want to hit 10,000? What's so important about that? And why wouldn't you want more? So, you know, looking at this platform, what should app developers, companies be aiming for?
1: So I've always found that to get to critical mass for an application, you really need to bring in more than 10,000, more like 20,000 users really Mm -hmm. fast. And you you want to bring them in in kind of a tight geo so that there's some virality around it. Um, So you know, I came from Zynga before I started Grow Mobile, and you know, a cool story about one of the applications that they had purchased Words with Friends was it really started gaining traction after John Mayer tweeted about it, and it brought in the right audience really fast, and the game really you know spiraled from there up in a good direction. We've seen the same trend persist, you know, since we started Grow Mobile over the past three years. Every time we launch an application for a developer, we really try to bring in you know at least twenty thousand quality users and as quick of a window as possible, and ideally in as tight of a geo as possible. And that really contributes to critical mass. So whether you're doing that on Facebook, Instagram, or any of the other channels out there, the most important thing is to bring in real users, make sure that they're good. You're not just trying to manipulate any app store ranks. Uh, you're trying to bring in a real audience that's going to go viral and you know, get the word out about your product.
4: And speaking of viral... One thing that, you know, I do want to talk about is video, namely because, you know, we're talking Facebook and ever since the Ice Bucket Challenge, they've kind of dumped a lot of their developing and, you know, leg hours into creating, you know, their own YouTube, essentially, and Instagram as well has a lot of video. So how does that play a part?
1: Video is definitely the highest performing creative that we're seeing across the ecosystem at the moment, Mm -hmm. whether you're talking about, Social and running video within Facebook, or you're talking about extending those buys to, you know, not only YouTube but the networks that cater to it. You know, be it an amplifier or uh, an ad colony, and there's a, certainly a long list of them out there. You know, a lot of the video today is incentivized to the end of the view, and then the consumer has a, a decision as to whether or not they're going to go ahead and install the application. And from what we're seeing in general, it provides a great blend of scale and quality. You know, it's perfectly common to see an advertiser getting, you know, more than 60% of their paid scale from the video channel specifically.
0: So, I mean, Shahab, you're also, of course, so fully focused on video. I mean, does this trend dovetail with what, you know, your brand customers are asking you about?
4: Definitely. And the impact that video has, I mean, we can see it um, even just as a third-party user um, looking at how you know, BuzzFeed went from a website of lists to now, you know, they have their own video arm, almost like a Vice magazine, even my Vice magazine, you know, they started out as a print mag, and now they're part of HBO and, and are, you know, going that way. I don't know if that says something about the human species and where we're going and how smartphones are kind of adjusting us and giving us more ADD than than ever before. But Video is where it's at. And, you know, when you guys are talking you know, when AJ talks about fifty percent conversion, I mean that's crazy. That usually just doesn't happen.
0: So how do you expect that to develop, AJ? I'm just curious, you know, not just in the numbers of what you're seeing in your trend, but you know, also I guess I would say the, you know, the, the return on investment there because it's not it's not cheap, but it certainly is converting.
1: Yeah, the ROI is, is definitely you know, great for video sources, and I would expect it to continue to be strong. It gives the advertiser an opportunity to really qualify the user before they engage with the product. And so when they get into the application or – you know they, they don't even need to be promoting an application. It could be a mobile website, whatever they're going to promote. By the time they complete the action that the advertiser wants them to achieve, you know they know what they're in for to a certain extent, and that drives good quality. Beyond that, I mean, to achieve, you know, the the CPI or the rate that they're looking to hit, you know, it's important for them to make sure that they've got great video creative. and, And that's one of the biggest differentiators that we're seeing for great advertisers at this point. You know, some of our top tier advertisers are even engaging celebrities or, you know, other characters of that sort to make their videos really pop and stand out. And, you know, you saw some of that during the past Super Bowl. But you know, creating a high-quality video is certainly becoming important. With that said, for you know, a smaller developer that doesn't have the budget to do that, you know, we've seen great videos that have de- been developed for less than $5,000 that really call out the key attributes of whatever the advertiser is trying to promote, come along with some punchy music, get the point across, and convert really well.
0: You're talking about the celebrities. I mean, I'm also seeing an increasing number of app companies at these workshops and conferences where they're saying, hey, let's just go to the YouTube stars. First of all, they need the platform. Secondly, I guess they're cheap. What would you make of that as a strategy to get the most out of uh, video without spending a whole lot of money?
1: You know, we're definitely seeing that become more important. You know, I think a big advertiser, or at least a smart advertiser scopely, did a campaign around a YouTube star. This was a few weeks back, promoting one of their newer applications, and you know, use that as a framework to rocket the app up to the top of the charts. Probably combined with quite a bit of other user acquisition through other channels, but it's definitely effective. Um, as you guys know, it's uh, it's really challenging to build that critical mass and to bring in that first twenty thousand users. Or you know, if you're getting even more ambitious and you want to think like a big developer, you know, hundred thousand plus in a day, uh, and so. To get those, you really need to think outside of the box, and so that's where you're starting to see, you know, custom sponsorships with the bigger YouTube stars like PewDiePie and, and others. And I think it's definitely a relevant channel for uh, developers to, you know, consider investing in. Although, you know, it's it's high risk and, and potentially high reward. Um, so those promotions certainly don't come cheap, and you know they're they're generally available to the bigger budget advertisers that have the, the time to put into them and the budget behind them.
4: Exactly. All right. Well, we do have to take a quick break. Listeners, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
3: Mobile Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors. Mobile Presence on WebmasterRadio.fm is presented by Skywire, an award-winning global provider of enterprise-grade software applications for the hospitality industry. For more information, visit Skywire.com. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on WebmasterRadio.fm.
4: Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Shahab Zaghari with Higher Ground Creative Agency.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove.
4: And again, today we have A.J. Yakel, COO of Grow Mobile. And before the break, we were talking about trends and you know, where things are going and, and strategies for user acquisition. Now, you know, looking at these trends, there's one other trend that seems to be hot right now, and that's native. What are you seeing in, in that? Yeah, so native
1: is a big catch-all term. Yeah, it is. Um, but you know, we're seeing some really interesting native placements. So, whether it's what Yahoo's doing with their Gemini products and Tumblr specifically, you know, they're giving advertisers a pretty cool way to to interface with um, interface with their content and their users in a way that's more seamless. And what that leads to is higher click through rates, higher engagement rates, and then a higher quality user. So, not only through the direct Properties like Tumblr, you're finding great opportunities, but there's also a lot of native ad networks, some that cross over the web and mobile, that are starting to to throw off quite a bit of volume. And you know, if you go to any mobile website, you see a lot of sponsored, you know, native recommended ads. So if you follow those ads, you know, they're typically paid for by an advertiser. They lead to a destination, and they throw off a lot of clicks. And so, you know, we think that those are pretty important. Units for people to start thinking about whether it's like the Outbrains and Taboolas of the world or the other companies of that sort. You know, native is a big category, and it's probably going to be one of the big future pockets of value.
0: We're talking about you know top trends. Let's switch now to top companies in UA—the companies that really get it. I mean, what are some of the most successful companies doing from your perspective?
1: So in general, the most successful companies out there are extremely aggressive with their advertising, not just spending, you know, high CPIs at high volumes. They're thinking outside of the box and they're doing things like, uh, you know, the YouTube sponsorships that you mentioned are producing you know, really high quality video. And those are just two examples. The other trend that we've noticed is that some of the more successful companies are ensuring that they have the right UA leaders in the roles and making sure that there's consistency within the teams. So the last thing that you want to do is you know, spend you know, millions of dollars and then have that institutional knowledge leave, leave your company. And we've certainly seen that with some big advertisers as well, and it creates a lot of turmoil. So what companies are doing is they're making sure they have the right leaders in the role, that those leaders are incentivized to you know, stay with the company for a number of years. And you know, if they're, they're not willing to do that, they don't have the budget to do it, or they just want to keep a more lean and mean team, they're partnering with companies like ours uh, that can offer them agency-like services so that they maintain that consistency and you know, a team that's going to continue to support them and you know, all that data in one place, as opposed to you know, an Excel spreadsheet on somebody's computer.
4: Which is and can be turmoil if we're you know, completely serious about this. But you know, the strategies there, utilizing companies like Grow Mobile is definitely a good tool in the toolkit. In general, what channels are they focusing on right now?
1: So from an acquisition standpoint, social is obviously a big category, but we're seeing advertisers look outside of social because they hit a saturation point where they hit a point, you know, at which, you know, the CPIs you know, continued to rise. And so they're looking outside, not only the video, not only the native, but other kind of interstitial placements, banner placements, and then just other creative offerings. And, you know, we've got about 100 integrated partners. Um, so there's typically, you know, lots of things that they can potentially test out. And we're finding in certain circumstances, advertisers are getting ROI that's significantly higher outside of social. And so they're diverting their budget there in some cases. So, you know, there's definitely a wide variety of traffic available and that doesn't even, you know, take into account the international opportunity. And so beyond, you know, the core markets, advertisers really need to focus on, you know, second and third tier geos where they can pick up a lot of scale and cost uh, effectiveness and efficiency.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, because of course, it's a global market. And a lot of people, you know, sort of limit themselves by saying, no, I have to make it big in North America, where there's a lot of different markets. I mean, you bring up the point, AJ, I hadn't thought of that. But do you have any thoughts on the markets out there, the low hanging fruit?
1: you know, I would say almost everything outside of, you know, the English speaking geos, you know, US, UK, Canada, Australia is pretty much low hanging fruit. So you would think that Europe is saturated, you know, it's frankly not. And there's a lot of volume that can come out of Europe. You know, there's emerging markets like Brazil, you know, South America, you know, Africa to some extent. And certainly there's an established ecosystem in Asia that developers can consider. And, you know, these markets do throw off a lot of volume, significantly more than you know, the, the big English-speaking geos, which have been you know, really saturated with ads over the past five to seven years. So you can pick up a new audience. And obviously, you have to adjust your price point to account for the fact that they may not spend as much as somebody in an English-speaking geo, but you can definitely find those pockets where the ROI can even be stronger uh, than it is in the core geos.
4: And and like you said, the, you know, saturation in social, you know, they're kind of going away from that. So what does that mean? Does that mean that they're spending more money with Google and search engines of that nature? You know,
1: we're finding that Google's products are really promising, but it doesn't make its way into a lot of media plans. Although I think that's quickly changing. And we're certainly bullish on Google, you know, particularly their CPI products. I mean, Google's got a wealth of data that, you know, they're starting to do more with. And they obviously own the Android ecosystem. And so you're seeing more native integrations with their own and operated products like Google Search, where now you can you know, see app search results pop up when you search for something. That's pretty cool. And you know that's going to continue to drive volume, especially as they roll it out more. So we're super bullish on Google, but Google does require that you roll up your sleeves and make a bigger investment and you know, spend a little bit more time optimizing and have that patience to make it succeed.
4: And so, you know, Google makes you roll up your sleeves and kind of get into the trenches. But in your opinion, is it worth that effort? I mean, what, what can a dev gain from that? So on Google
1: specifically, we've been able to help clients achieve spends, you know, in the, the $10,000 plus a day range uh, for a sustained amount of time. You know, many months or, you know, actually years in some cases. And, you know, I think that's important. Anytime you're able to – at a uh, positive ROI spend, you know, over $10,000 on an individual platform, I think it becomes meaningful to developers big and small. And so that that's kind of what good looks like on Google. Although we've heard from Google reps that, you know, even their biggest advertisers are able to achieve success into the hundreds of thousands for shorter amounts of time. So, you know, it's certainly po- possible to achieve positive ROI and uh, and good scale as well.
4: Great. Well, uh, don't go anywhere, listeners. We will be right back and uh, talk a little bit more with AJ, COO of Grow Mobile. Mobile
3: Presence will be back after we connect you to our sponsors.
0: Internet Marketing, Inc. designs fully integrated digital programs that improve brand experiences and grow businesses through valuable data insights and strategy across all types of media. Paid, owned, and earned. Their digital experts nimbly adapt strategy by providing you a comprehensive view of your brand's online audience and program performance. If you are looking for a data-driven approach to online marketing and advertising, call Internet Marketing, Inc. today at 866-563-0620 or visit InternetMarketingInc.com.
3: Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at box speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Mobilizing your marketing and engagement efforts. Welcome back to Mobile Presence, only on Webmaster radio.fm.
4: And we're back. Welcome back to Mobile Presence. I'm Shahab Zaghari.
0: And I'm Peggy Ann Saltz with Mobile Groove.
4: And again today we have AJ Yakel, COO of Grow Mobile. One thing that I, I did want to ask since we were kind of talking about the big guys and the little guys and how, you know, everybody has to make a strategy for user acquisition. What I do want to ask is what should the small guys think about when putting together their budget plans, you know, when they don't have unlimited resources to spend.
1: You know, it's a great question. So I think in general they need to give themselves a chance to succeed and so What we typically recommend is a starting budget of something like twenty thousand dollars. What that allows them to do is try out, you know, something like a handful of channels at at least you know two to four K over the course of a month. Then they they get to optimize within that channel and figure out if they can ultimately hit their KPIs. They've got room to do creative testing, etc. If they're not spending that, then they're probably you know not giving themselves enough runway to really see what success looks like. The other thing to consider is if you're going to be putting a lot of time and money into product development, you want to make sure that there's a user acquisition budget that, that justifies all the effort and time that you put into developing your product. So if you spent a million dollars developing a product, you'd want to make sure that you had at least you know, something like a $200,000 budget to launch the application and give it a chance to succeed. And so that's a way to think about it from a bigger picture is you know try to make sure that you're justifying the investment that you made to build your product. And the way to do that is to you know, come up with a percentage of that overall spend that you would feel comfortable deploying and potentially losing, but that gives you a chance to succeed.
0: Well, that's a great tip right there. And this is always the last section of the show where we talk about the top tip. Why don't we continue in that vein, AJ? You know, Give me your pick of some tips about the opportunities out there, the top opportunities out there for app companies, maybe the ones that are even under the radar.
1: Yeah, definitely. So, Building great video creative is super important for both game developers, brands, etc. And there's a number of ways you can do it. It doesn't have to be expensive. But making sure that you've got portrait and landscape, video creative, puts you in a great position to succeed. I would say secondly, you need to look internationally. So CPIs and some of the the second and third tier geos can be five to ten times less expensive than they are in the U.S. And the scale is significantly higher. So if you're willing to invest the time and the resources into optimizing and fine-tuning geos outside of the the big four, then that puts you in a great position to succeed. And last but not least, I'd consider adding Google to part of your strategy, particularly if you're trying to scale. It's especially important for Android. We're really bullish on their CPI-focused products, and we can certainly optimize them for you if you wanted to work with Grow Mobile. But you can obviously do it on your own as well. Landscape and portrait. Why is that? it's becoming a requirement from some of the bigger network partners they want to make sure that they're delivering the best user experience to you know their app developers and their users and so you want to make sure that your ad units can serve on any placement that's within those networks
4: gotcha and these are the kinds of things that grow mobile can help with as well am i correct that's right so
1: on the acquisition side we can certainly you know deploy campaigns optimize them you know, recommend creative vendors, you know, everything that you expect from a full service vendor. You can also do it yourself through our tool. We have an easy tool where you can deploy campaigns on your own and it streamlines the workflow. And then last but not least, we have an engagement solution. So once you acquire the users, how do you actually get them to re-engage through push notifications, in-app messages, email, and everything of that sort. And we have a solution for that as well. Ah,
4: well, we might have to bring you back for another episode just to talk about that piece of it because engagement's definitely important. But when I mean, we're sold, and I'm I'm pretty sure our listeners are as well. If they wanted to get a hold of you and talk a little bit more about Grow Mobile, how can they do that?
1: You know, it's pretty easy. You can go to GrowMobile.com. You can tweet us at Grow Mobile. And last but not least, you can email me as well, and I'm more than happy to respond to any questions that you have. My email address is austinyatperion.com, and that's
4: P-E-R-I-O-N.com. Great. And Peggy, how can our listeners get a hold of you?
0: I was also just going to add, you can also check out the Grow Mobile blog. Which is really good, not just because I've done some guest posts for it. Okay, disclosure uh-huh. here, but because it really is good. It's very straightforward. A lot of you know solid tips, practical advice, actionable insights. You know, basically a little bit of what you need to not just start what you're doing, and but to keep it moving. So I like reading it. I'll just leave that at that. And you can get a hold of me over at my blog, which is mobilegroove.com, or email Peggy at mobilegroove, or on Twitter at Peggy N.
4: And you can get a hold of me on Twitter, at Shahab Zagari. That's Z-A-R-G-A-R-I. You can check out our portfolio at highergroundcreative.agency. Thanks again for joining us for Mobile Presence. Remember, new episodes of Mobile Presence air Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can check out earlier episodes of our show by going to webmasterradio.fm, or you can find our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Zune, and iHeartRadio simply by searching Mobile Presence. And finally, you can stay connected by downloading the Webmaster Radio mobile app from the iTunes App Store or Google Play. Thanks again for listening to Mobile Presence, your inside track on everything you need to reach and engage your target audience with mobile. And remember, every minute is mobile, so make every minute count. We'll see you next week.